Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P-Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman! Today, as Rex of Bolomar plots his atom bomb attack, a great contest gets underway in the Daily Planet. A contest to determine the secret locked in the word Saluto. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, let me tell you about a breezy sort of dish that makes a summertime breakfast mighty refreshing. It's a blackberry breeze, this week's pet dish of the week. And it sure does give Kellogg's Pep a chance to rise and shine. Now, here's how you make a blackberry breeze. On top of your regular serving of crisp, tender pep, scatter a shower of blackberries that have been chilled in a little sugar. Finish off with cool milk, and there you are, a blackberry breeze. As cool and neat a combination as you'd ever hope to taste. You know, Kellogg's Pep does the trick for those sugar-crusted berries because Pep is full of sparkling sunshine flavor, a come-on flavor that wakes up your morning appetite. Why, Pep is even called the sunshine cereal. It's golden and sunny as can be. As for tender crispness, well, you can't beat those delicate whole wheat flakes. They practically melt in your mouth. Yes, sir, with Kellogg's Pep, it's a cinch to eat up every last bit in your bowl. And you know, that's particularly important nowadays when the cereal grains are being sent to fellows and girls overseas. Don't waste cereal. Handle the package carefully if you pour your own pep. And tip off the rest of your family, too. Remember, gang, it's important to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. Abducted and taken to the little country of Bolomar... Professor Alonzo Sturgeon, famous American atom bomb scientist, was given a powerful drug which put him into a half coma and made him reveal the secrets of the bomb. Immediately then, Rex, power-mad dictator of Bolomar, prepared to launch a surprise atomic attack by air against the United States in a week. Meanwhile, Clark Kent, who was vainly trying to learn the origin of a strange foreign word which one of the professor's abductors had used, persuaded Editor White to run a word contest in the Daily Planet hoping that someone would see and recognize the word and thus reveal the country to which Professor Sturgeon had been taken. As we continue now, it is early evening in Metropolis, and in the modest home of the Partez family, Mrs. Partez is preparing dinner as Mr. Partez chuckles over the funnies in the evening paper. Listen. It is smart on Jeff there. Very funny fellows. You should be ashamed of a big man like you to read funnies. Why, I should be ashamed, Maria. I like to read funnies. Better to read in the papers what has happened to Professor Sturgeon. I am afraid some bad country makes professors tell them how to make atom bombs. Then they drop them on you and me and Eduardo and everybody else in America. Ah, don't be afraid, Maria. Professor Sturgeon is a fine man, fine American. 
He no tell anybody about our atom bomb. Such big talk. You read news page, Papa. See if they find out about Professor Sturgeon yet. Okay. Well, here. Hunt for missing atom bomb scientist still on. That means they not find him yet, no? See, old United Nations pledge aid in search. Aha. Now they should to find him, Maria. Oh, I pray all the time they find him, Papa. We are so happy here, America. I wish nothing to happen. Hey, don't worry, Maria. We'll be everything fine. Papa says so. Now stop to worry. Maria? Yes? What is it, Papa? Hey, Maria, look. This paper is half big contest. They say $100 if anybody can say what word is from what country. And look, Maria, one of the words is saluto. Saluto? Si, I, I know that. Mean um, a big fool in Bolomar. You see, we tell Daily Planet Zaluto is word from our old country, Bolomar, and they pay us $100. $100? No, this cannot be, Papa. It's too easy. Look for yourself. Listen, I will read what it says. Give the meaning of any of these six words, hmm? name the language and the country it comes from, hmm? and win $100. $100? Papa, we can buy new robes for Pala, new dishes and curtains. And maybe a suit for Eduardo, eh? See, si, and a new dress for you, Maria. Breno, oh. where is the pencil and paper? Oh, no, 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 no. Better you write with pen and ink, Papa. Where did Eduardo go? Oh, here. I have it. Here, right, Papa. And when Eduardo come in for supper, he can mail a letter to newspaper. Good. How I will write, huh? Aha. Uh-huh. Dear Mr. Dell. Laboriously, Papa Partez writes a letter to the Daily Planet, seals and stamps the envelope, and later that evening gives it to his Eduardo to mail. The next morning, an editor Perry White's office in the Daily Planet, the gray-haired editor and Clark Kent hear a report from Miss Williams, the librarian who has been put in charge of the word contest. We've received over 100 correct answers to the Russian, Finnish, Portuguese, and Chinese words. Yeah, Never mind that, Miss Williams. Uh, how about the word we want? Uh, what is it, Kent? Zaluto. Oh, yes, yeah, Saluto. Uh, how about that? We haven't a single letter on that word. No, we haven't, eh? No. Now, you see, Kent, I told you it wouldn't work. Well, the contest isn't over yet, Chief. After all, this is only the first day. And I didn't expect many letters on this word. But we didn't get even one. If you want my opinion, that word is a figment of that idiot Horn's imagination. There is no such word at all. No, I think there is. And I'm hoping that somewhere in Metropolis, there's a former inhabitant of this unknown country who will give us the information we want. Look, Miss Williams. Yes? If you receive a letter on this word, bring it to us at once, will you please? Oh, I certainly will, Mr. Kent. Maybe we'll get one tomorrow. Here's hoping. I've just checked with Miss Williams, Kent. Three days of the contest are over and still not a single letter on that Zaluto word. Well, I haven't given up hope yet, Chief. I'm still convinced that the only clue they left is this word Zaluto. And I'm convinced you're nuts. I still say there is no such word. We'll see. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe. Miss Williams, the contest will be over tomorrow. Now, I was wondering, uh, that word Zaluto... Oh, yes, we had one letter this morning. You did? Mm-hmm. Well, why didn't you tell me? Where's Kent? Oh, but the answer in that letter was incorrect, Mr. White. Incorrect? Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mean? How do you know? Well, the writer said she thought Zaluto was an American Indian word. But we checked with the Bureau of Indian Affairs and discovered the lady was wrong. I see. Well, I expected as much. All right, Miss Williams, that's all. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Mr. White. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> Contest is over, Kent. Only one letter on the words of Luto, and the lady you sent it in was all wet. Can't understand it, Chief. Well, I can. 
As I said right along, I'm convinced there never was such a word. But Lois and Horatio Horn both heard one of the abductors use it. They heard something else and got it wrong. Strange that both of them would get it wrong. Well, they did, and that's that. I don't know. The only thing that's been accomplished is the Daily Planet being nicked for several thousand dollars. Well, we're still as far from finding Professor Sturgeon as we ever were. Well, ah, you and your smart ideas. Now, look. I, I should have known better than to listen to you in the first place. I'm sorry, Chief. I was sure the contest would work. <laughs> As Clark, Kent, and Perry White face defeat in their attempt to trace Professor Sturgeon, and while the nation's police and intelligence services pursue a relentless search for the missing atom bomb expert, a quite different scene is taking place in far-off Bolomar. There on the floor of a large underground airport stand 100 jet-propelled fighter-bomber planes. Nearby is a long brick factory with walls three feet thick. From the factory come occasional groups of native men, wheeling dollies, on each of which reposes a single, shining, aluminum-covered bomb. Just outside the factory stands the beak-nosed, piercing-eyed Rex of Bolomar, resplendent in a sky-blue military uniform, the great diamond star of Bolomar upon his chest. He speaks angrily to pudgy, bespectacled Dr. Blomberg, the former leading Nazi scientist in atomics. One week I gave you, Dr. Blomberg, to complete ten bombs. This is the end of the week. You have completed only seven. I'm sorry, Your Excellency, there have been difficulties forcing us to make our bombs somewhat different from the Americans. Uh, by tomorrow noon... The others will be completed. Tomorrow noon, I plan to strike at the United States tonight. My planes are ready. My men are prepared. I'm sorry, Excellency. That is not enough. Have I not told you the whole world seeks for Professor Sturgeon? Should they trace him to us before we have attacked, we are lost. Tell me, you are certain the bombs will all be ready by tomorrow noon? I give you my word, Excellency. All right. Tomorrow it is, then. We will take off shortly after noon and strike the United States after dark. Eyes flashing, Rex of Bolomar shakes his clenched fist above his head, vowing destruction to our country. We'll be back in a moment with the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, it's mighty swell the way folks come a-running to the breakfast table when Kellogg's Pep heads the menu, and the way they hitch up their chairs and settle down to the business of good eating. Seems like you can hardly resist this sunny golden toasted cereal. And who wants to resist Pep's tender crispness or that sparkling sunshine flavor? You know, Kellogg's Pep is called the sunshine cereal. Every crunchy flake is loaded with that sunny flavor. Every golden spoonful is a rare treat in itself. And every bowl full of Kellogg's Pep is packed with solid whole wheat nourishment plus. You add it all up, gang, and you get lots of reasons why you'll want to keep right on eating until you've finished off every bit of Pep in your bowl. And here's another reason. This is a particularly bad time to waste cereal because, you see, the cereal grains have been picked out to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls all over the world. So keep that in mind when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Don't waste it. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. And say, kind of keep watch on your younger brothers and sisters, too. Remember, eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. That evening in the humble Partez home in Metropolis, Papa Partez again sits at the kitchen table with a copy of the Daily Planet. Beside him stands his wife, Maria, reading eagerly over his shoulder. I cannot understand, Maria. Here are the names of the winners of the contest, but my name is not here. You are sure, Papa? See, three times I have read the names, and mine is not among them. Oh, how can that be? Mm. Look, there are no winners for the word Zaluto, yet my letter told of that word. I cannot... Wait. Eduardo. Yes, Papa? Come here. 
The letter I gave you last week to mail to the Daily Planet. Do you mail it? What letter? Oh, yes, the letter. Sure, sure, I mailed it. You're certain, Eduardo? Sure, Mom. I took it right down. Oh, jeepers. What? Well, what is it? The letter. It's right here in my back pocket. Oh, no, in your pocket? Oh, gee, I'm sorry. Pop, I forgot all about it. When I got downstairs that day after supper, I ran into a friend of mine, and we got to talking and stopped in for a soda, and, gee, I forgot all about mailing the letter. Forget Oh, Zaluto. Now it's no $100. No new rug, no new curtains, no new suit for you, Eduardo. What are you talking about? I don't get it. That letter, it was going to win for us $100. Oh, gee, Pop, I'm awful sorry. It's I... too late now to be sorry. The contest is over. What, what contest? What is... It is no matter now. It is all over. Maybe it's still not too late, Papa. Maybe you go to a newspaper, say how Eduardo forget to mail letter. That is no good. The contest is all over, I say. Maybe you go anyway. Take with you Eduardo. He will say how he forget. Sure, eh? sure. I'll tell him, Papa. No, 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 no. It is too late. It's no more hundred dollars for us. But, Papa, please, go to newspaper tomorrow. It is no use. His contest all over. <laughs> Carefully, Mrs. Partez pleads with her husband to go to the Daily Planet in the morning. But he, unaware that in his hands he holds Superman's only clue to Professor Sturgeon's whereabouts, stubbornly refuses. This is the Zero Hour. Will Papa Partez change his mind and go to Clark Kent and Perry White in the morning? If not, things look bad. Because tomorrow at noon, the Rex of Bolomar plans to have his jet planes loaded with deadly atom bombs take off for a surprise attack on the United States. What will happen? Tomorrow's episode is packed with action and suspense, gang. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, here's a famous name that brightens up your breakfast. It's Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Kellogg, as in Kellogg shredded wheat. What a treat. Tender, plump biscuits full up with natural nut-sweet flavor and toasted just right for extra crispness. But that's not all. Kellogg's shredded wheat biscuits are just the right size, made to fit the bowl. And there are 15, 15 biscuits in every package, each one full of swell whole wheat nourishment. Ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>